Ladies and gentlemen, we'd like to get underway. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Coming of Age. Welcome, welcome. <laughs> welcome back, Chase. I'm back. Feels so good. It's nice. These I'm are happy. the mini-sodes for Legion Season 2. Hi, welcome to the mini-sodes. Uh, so, uh, we are the voices in your head, as of now, for two more weeks. Three more, perhaps. Uh, and for that, I hope. <laughs> this is Chase Cummins, and that is Alan Lusbra. Ah, uh, thank you. Oh, thank you. Um, so we are discussing Chapter 18. Um, last week, Chase was gone. He was in Texas. I had a Texas vacation, and he had a fucking blast. Yeah, it was a good time. And he brought me back some uh, RuPaul's Drag Race wonderful. Memorabilia, <laughs> and I love it so much. Yeah, they were. I, I I couldn't resist. Yeah, so good, fucking amazing. But I had I had to, I so I did an episode last week. Uh, it will be released at the same time as this. Episode. At the same time as this episode, and I did a short episode by myself, and it, it was a. It it was hard, because I I didn't enjoy the episode. It wasn't you know. <laughs> I just wanted you. I just wanted you around. <laughs> and obviously, Chase enjoyed the episode. I always do. And, <laughs> and uh, I had a rough time with it, but that's okay because we had a fucking blast and a half tonight yeah. watching this episode. This episode made everything worth it. It was so good. Well, I still wish we watched the previous one together, um, and and it couldn't be avoided that we did that we didn't watch it together. Um, this episode made up for it in spades and mini spades. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fucking insane! My God. So let's just uh, let's go into it. Uh, so it starts off with all that crackling lightning. Yeah, which ended in the last episode. Yeah, I'm not sure if it was the final image in the last episode. The, the, the final image is in, la- in the last episode was Melanie, uh, like going into the darkness, and there was like a hand like grabbing hers. That's like, that. Oh no! It was Jermaine. Yeah. yeah, in in the in it's like some alleyway or something. Yeah, yeah. But the lightning was at the end as well, like right before that. Like mm-hmm. it was a it was an image established in the previous episode. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, but but you see this lightning, and then it it's we're in the desert, and it's like showing this hut, and you think it's like almost like the same hut that Sid and David have been staying in. And then you go in and it's like showing all these like flashes of bones and stuff. And then it's fucking like future David Legion, comic book Legion as fuck with his hair. Yeah. Like looking into an orb, like looking into the past almost. Mm-hmm. Fucking insane. insane. <laughs> yeah. Like, and that's how it starts. It just starts there. Oh um, my God. So awesome. And we don't go back there in this episode. No, we don't. We but, see... Seeing David as they the talk about blown it Legion. A lot. Well, we this episode we get Legion, the world, dest- uh, the world eater, or the world destroyer, or something yeah, like I that. Think the, the, yeah, 
I wrote it down. You wrote yeah, it down. the world yeah. eater, something like that. Yeah, it's it's. Oh when, my God. And we find, and she finally acknowledges his title, like from the comic books, and you're like, oh fuck! Yeah, like they're going there. They're going for the the villain David and the evil David and the broken David, the the insane one that is in the comic books. Yeah, and, it, and like the whole time, it's it's kind of alluding to that David made this path for himself even without Farouk like Farouk was like fucking him up and like using him for his power but like Farouk wasn't the one who was like putting him in the mental hospital like he wasn't making those decisions for David no David got well I think the purpose of the multi uh dimensional episode really shows us that David doesn't there's no world where David's a truly good person. Yeah. He he's always like either disabled by his his gifts and like ends in tragedy or he overtaken use, by the power. Yeah, or he's or, or or he uses it for for evil purposes or yeah. manipulation purposes and stuff. And like even the version where he becomes like super powerful and he's like quote unquote helping the world, he's still like an evil bastard yeah he's like holding like fucking memories that he knows of people like he, over their heads and stuff like his he, secretary or he whatever. at best becomes i think and they show the shadow king and that he at best becomes like farouk yeah at best it's at best <laughs> yeah that's so true and, and he's still like a dick yeah so it, i th- i think it's it it's so cool that they're actually going with like david being being so like he it's actual mental illness yeah like he no he's actually crazy yeah and he, he really enjoy, and he enjoys like the suffering of others it's like he's almost like ted bundy with like superpowers which is fucked <laughs> i'm just gonna say that ted bundy with superpowers fuck that's that. what we should uh credit our audio master ass <laughs> We, we figured it out yeah. <laughs> right here baby so then after that like it starts radiohead radiohead starts playing fucking beautiful tom york bullshit you're just like oh my god yeah and johnny yeah. greenwood's guitar and you're just like oh my god this <laughs> yeah is- and it's like sid and like a, a bunch of like flashbacks of sid and like her like saying like i'm going after him yeah like throughout all of that and it's 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 just so awesome um it's, and it's her like exiting the tent in the desert well and and her talking to hamish link later yeah again. yeah and like the way and i mean it it's essentially a recap of like a lot of that scene is a recap of yeah. what we've seen it works better it especially with the music like it just like fills it out so much that like you feel exactly what is going on it it changes the context specifically using that song i think mm-hmm. and the way that like the notes are discordant and they're in like a minor chord and a major chord and the way it like i don't know the, the way the, that the tom york is yeah the way that the, like radiohead <laughs> is and the tone that they strike specifically in that song changes the way you actually feel about the scene that you've actually seen before and then by cutting it together with what's happening of her coming out of the tent in the desert and stuff um it, it, it like completely changes that scene for me um in a in an intangible way like in a way i can't explain yeah yeah like it's no, interesting yeah, yeah it is very interesting it 
the show takes fucking risks and is experimental in a way that I love because it becomes like there's moments in the show that become so tonal and they're just about like you experience, even if it's experiencing something you've seen before, but experiencing it in a different way. And that's going to inform what you feel about what's about to happen is so in- interesting to me. Yeah, like, it is. It is when it, when it does that. It, yeah. Well, it anticipates <laughs> what's about to happen and then like alters the way you felt about something that you've already seen. Mm-hmm. And it, even if that's just making you rewatch it and changing the tone, it did that in this episode very well. <laughs> I, did it the, I, I think it did it well in the other episode. I think, I think it did. I, Cause I did, they did something similar in, in the last episode. There was no Radiohead, though. Yeah, they did Flaming <laughs> Lips, um, which was a, an interesting way Just to made watch. made me think of fucking Miley Cyrus and goddamn Wayne Coyne hanging out. It's not doing, what it made doing me Doing Molly. <laughs> <laughs> doing drugs together. Being fucking really crazy. Good. But, I mean, pretty much. It was like Wayne Coyne singing and Melanie being like, I'm getting ripped. <laughs> I love the way in the last episode when they showed young Melanie and the and it was old Mel it was Gene Smart's voice yeah and like how perfectly it matched. I thought that was like a. a That's really like great... a technical aspect though, like it, yeah, technic- like, in a technical way that I thought it was a fucking it, awesome. Every episode in technical way is fucking incredible, including the ones that don't pertain to plot in a great way. <laughs> But I thought that, that one it pertained to the plot. Like, okay, imagine watching this episode and all the badass fucking crazy shit that happens with Melanie and Melanie bringing back Farouk and what she does with Sid and stuff, and her actually like the no like her actually being possessed with 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 Farouk and like Farouk having transferred out of Oliver into Melanie. Uh, I think that the last episode was important and and showing I, I think that it's- and establishing the, like what Melanie's been up to, what what has been influencing Melanie, and then ultimately how Farouk was able to seduce Melanie into becoming his next host into his body. I understand everything that happens, but I don't think it was handled awesomely honestly i think it was kind of like really just fucking it it was clunky to me like it just Uh, seemed it seemed like all right we gotta catch up like here's this like it really could have been we could have had that kind of build up with that instead of just an episode where it's just like here's this like i don't know it it just didn't seem it seemed i didn't uh, i don't know if i felt that i felt like they've been leaving little droplets droplets in the in the other episodes that this was happening and especially with now with like the inclusion of the the wheelchair minotaur thing and i don't know exactly what it is but now i know like how it's coming into play yeah it's real and <laughs> like everything Things. everything's yeah. been real yeah. but you're wondering the whole time like insanity is real just as a well and i think <laughs> melanie's speech in the last episode talking about like what is reality and like are you talking to Carrie? Is Carrie the other Carrie's dream, or is it vice versa? Like, who's the delusion? Where's the where does the delusion end? Is the delusion at life itself? Um, which is like a debate that, like, it, in true philosophy, like that's something that pe- people are still talking about. Oh, for like, sure, yeah. It, it's like a thing. Like, we, we may, it, in all probability, you're either part of a computer simulation or we're just like fucking 
the dream yeah. of of some yeah. fucking but that doesn't thing. surprise me coming from a show like legion like i already no but i that. i feel like i feel like that is, that established the thesis of where her state of mind is and then like it fills in the gaps of everything else and then how farouk is talking about he creates his own reality you can create your own reality and then uh like like this whole show is just like it's is is just establishing uh the idea that like there's all of these like incredibly powerful people out there who are capable of like creating reality and it's starting to clash in a certain way where like jermaine or jermaine clement's character and then uh gene smart's character and then farouk and david and like in the varying degrees of power are all able to create like something that's real for them and the more powerful mutants, David and Farouk, are able to manipulate those realities and those delusions into becoming actually real and like physical and using them in like this like metaphorical and symbolic ways for what the the filmmakers are doing. Yeah. For those purposes. And it it's all functioning together as this unified like work of art where it doesn't it, it doesn't actually the thesis of the show is it doesn't actually matter if it's real or not. It it informs like the story that's being told is the like whether whether or not what's happening is is real it it is real because it's happening. I don't if I'm making any sense at all. Yeah, yeah, like, you are. You <laughs> honestly should have just fucking made the last episode though. <laughs> 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 I didn't get any of that. It was flat as fuck. <laughs> I feel like that's what he's going for, though. It's like this weird, like, it's this weird thesis. It's this, it's, it's not whether or not, like, it's actually happening. It's, it's the, it's the experience of, like, you're seeing it, so it happens. Mm. Um, and I think that that's what that last episode was, even though that last episode was a traditional, just like a show break before the finale, you know, where they, like, they've got you up to a point they're like well, we're going to step back because we have to have two more episodes or whatever yeah so there's definitely that aspect of like it's a show and there's like a pol- there's almost a pol- political way to like do that on cable and so that episode functioned as this weird like aside but this 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 season had so many asides yeah like, it no, didn't feel season- out of place uh, I don't know. There were a couple curveballs this season that like it's not bad. Like it was just like things that you're like I don't know. It's a whole balancing thing. They're like it, it but like with the show, I don't know if that's a bad thing. I like I'm just you know, I'm just throwing out ideas. Like I'm just <laughs> fucking talking. Like maybe I'm wrong and I'll admit that I'm wrong like while I'm talking. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> but um I don't know, just this show through me for so many fucking loops this season like and just like you you're trying to like you get up to a point we've talked about before you get up to a point where like you you understand what's going on and then they just throw this thing and they don't answer it for a while and like i feel like there's so many things that aren't answered that i just forgot about (laughs) in this season but like i'm gonna watch it again and like you know we'll see i'll see how unified it actually is yeah but I think I feel like there were so many things that I was just like, like I don't even know like who was causing the fucking uh, like 
what is it called? The catalyst. Like, I still don't remember exactly like what the <laughs> fuck was going on with that. <laughs> like, I don't feel like there was never like straight up like this is what was happening. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, and there hasn't been there. Like there's still an element of us just speculating about what the fuck is going on. Yeah. Um, I mean, like I can tell you what I think from like the tonal shifts they've made and the abstract shit they've done, but like, Patonomy wasn't in this episode or the last episode. What the fuck has Patonomy been up to? I mean, he's a major part of the show, and he wasn't completely dropped off in the, like the last time we saw him. Yeah, but not been in the last two episodes. So I, I, I don't even know. Like, there's so many things in this show that aren't that aren't answered, and there are left questions and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's so many things. Yeah, where. I it's can just done better than shows that like I get really mad at for doing that. Like, <laughs> like it's like because it feels there's something like it's because they're driving towards something while they're doing that almost like it's it do- it doesn't feel unnatural. It doesn't feel like they've forgotten. It just feels like it's not relevant. Yeah, and what you're exactly. saying, and so they're not seeing it because it, there is no relevance to it at the moment. But at the same time, you're just like, well, what about everything else? Like. There's no clean resolutions to anything so far. Yeah. There's not been a clean resolution um, to any aspect of the story. So I feel like there's red herrings in place. And they're like, it it seems from watching the the coming up next, all the John Hamm narrations are going to have some kind of like play into what's going on. But I feel like at the same time, they were probably somewhat red herrings to the story themselves mm-hmm. to the story itself and i think that like maybe the show is trying to make us feel part of like at, like we're part of the delusion of part of a delusion yeah well we even talked about it in the, in the very beginning of this podcast when we started like a show that can make you feel insane that is about insanity it's like you're doing a good job yeah. <laughs> and like that's where we are still yeah we're, but it's so much stronger of a like a point now that like it really does it, it's leaving you at a, at a point where you're like you've seen certain points of view but all the points of view are flawed all the points of view are skewed by their own emotional investments in what's going on or their own actual insanity in what's going on I'm talking mainly about David and Sid and then uh, the the minor few other points of view characters we have like Gene Smarter, Jermaine Clement, they're, they're overtake or, or Amal Farouk, they're overtaken with power or whatever. Like they, they all have their own viewpoints of the world. So everything we've seen in this show is an unreliable narration. It's not been something that we can count on and the show treats it like that. And it makes us feel like unreliable watchers or unreliable viewers yeah. because we latch on to certain things based on our own experiences. And we go, that's what's important or that's what's important or that's what's important. And none of it actually is. It, it, it's something else. You know, it, it's brilliant. The show's fucking brilliant. <laughs> it is. It really is. It, it's really like thoughtful about the way the way we experience the show. And whose point of view we're actually seeing in yeah. the show. But like with the way the show is put together and filmed and everything is like made for you to like not miss a thing too. Exactly. Like so it, it's just like it's put in front of you and like it just but it drops information on you and it goes, you decide what's the important piece. It's true. Yeah, it really is. It's and, like toying with you the whole time between like who's fucking right. 
Yeah. <laughs> it it doesn't let you know who who's being uh, like diluted or who's being tricked or who's like got the correct perspective or who like who's lying who's who's telling the truth yeah like it really just like it puts you in the shoes of these different characters and it like filters the way it's shot and the way the story is told through like how they view the world and none of them can actually give you an accurate viewpoint of what's happening and so the show is never giving you an accurate viewpoint of what's happening. It's just giving you these fucking glimpses into what's happening. And you have to decipher through the insanity of these like fucking crazy ass mutants, <laughs> like what's actually going on in this story. And like, you're experiencing like they're experiencing it. And I think that's awesome because it's giving them so much room to just do fucking experimental crazy shit with editing, with the technicality of filmmaking. Yeah. Just like with, with the way it's shot, and with X-Men. the way it's, Yeah. And X-Men and just, <laughs> well, in philosophy, they're taking X-Men and turning it into a philosophical concept. Yeah. Like they're using the, the idea of like superhumans to like, uh, to draw out like these, these like things in humanity that like would actually be, I don't know. Like the idea of like having a character who can read your dreams, who can go into your imagination or read your thoughts or control what reality actually is or switch bodies with you. And like those aren't things that we see in the X-Men movies. We see like people who can free stuff or create fire. Yeah. But like the other part. Like you're always doing it like for like action, like a call to action or something. Yeah. Like it's never like, you know. But then Legion throws like, us characters that it's all internal. It's yeah, internal exactly. powers. It's like ways to reflect on like what humanity actually is and how we're actually evolving yeah. as a, as a species. It, it's fucking brilliant. <laughs> it's insane. It's insane. So let's keep on going. Um, we're like not even out of the first scene. <laughs> fucking Sid walks out of the tent and sees that big hole, like with the fucking rubber stopper next to it. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. Holy fucking shit. <laughs> and then the white rabbit gets thrown up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like on like a fucking hook and a rope. Yep. And <laughs> immediately it's like Alice in Wonderland. So crazy. Yeah. So she unhooks this rabbit, which is still fine. <laughs> like somehow like <laughs> still moving around and stuff. And it gets hooked in the hand and gets fucking Ripped, ripped down there yeah she gets dragged and down. there's fucking horrific ass music when she's getting dragged through the tunnels and shit it's crazy oh my god it was so good i <laughs> fucking loved it there's so many good scenes in this episode <laughs> let's keep on going yeah let's just fucking push holy through. shit okay so it it goes to like uh she gets taken to melanie down there and Melanie's like this whole time she's talking to Sid throughout this episode. She's so fucking creepy. And like, it's like, you know, she's being manipulated by Farouk. Like she had to have been to like kind of be there. Yeah. But like she is already like how she became manipulated by him is like through her own like demise as well. You know, it's so like, you know, like it's not a half and half thing here like it it i feel like a lot of what she's saying like she fucking believes as yeah. well you know yeah it, she's just getting that extra push for farouk is farouk. farouk is just like, like fueling the fire you yeah, know yeah farouk has just fueled the flame of what's actually happening inside of her mm-hmm. yeah 
I agree with that. Like oh. that's that's actually how she feels about the stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it's fucking insane. She's like talking about like men being the greatest threat to our gender and like it was love so great. It's a compelling you know? argument. <laughs> yeah. I just want to say that. Uh, just like talking about how like love is just a delusion to like trap you and stuff. It's fucking, oh my God, it's nuts. And she starts showing Sid, uh, David, like looking for her. And like, you, like you think he really loves you and shit. Like, uh, he keeps secrets. Like, remember when you promised you wouldn't keep secrets from each other? And like, she shows him like fucking... Uh, drilling the holes in Oliver, <laughs> like fucking, like well, kissing, kissing uh, Future Sid, Sid and stuff like well, that. It, it, he she shows her uh, him kissing Future Sid and the betrayal, and then shows her the glee or the joy he feels in the actual torture and the infliction of pain. And like, yeah, it's not like it's a manipulation. I think because Sid doesn't know that like, David thinks that it's Farouk. And that he's torturing Farouk. And he thinks he's doing it inside Farouk, like inside that mind and like in that internal space. And so he's she's being manipulated into thinking he's actually doing that to Oliver and that he's aware that it's Oliver. Um, I, I'm pretty sure that like she even says like it, it's not Oliver, it's just a mask, you know. But yeah. then it ends up being actually Oliver. And when he realizes it's Oliver, he has a moment where he feels regret. Not to say that we don't see the evil side of David, because he definitely seems to enjoy torturing the fuck out of him. Yeah. Well, like Melanie even says, she's like, this is the face that he doesn't show you, you know? And when she's like yeah. closing up on his fucking amazing face. Well, yeah. <laughs> so evil. Yeah. And smiling and just, I mean, Dan Stevens can just do that so well. So good. But I also think that, like, that wasn't Melanie, that was Farouk. Like, Farouk was wanted to plot that and ruin their love and so sid has always been right in that like they have to fight for love but farouk is damaging that and i think that is actually what the turning point is that is the what's going to change david is sid losing faith in david Mm -hmm. i think sid is is his tether to reality yeah there's the whole thing turning them against each other losing that love and like Mm -hmm. That's the fucking end of it. Yeah, that's the turning point. It's not whether or not the Shadow King lives or dies. It's whether or not the Shadow King is successfully able to turn them against each other. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. It's fucking nuts. Yeah. And like, I don't know where a mistake's been made or like if it's going to play out correctly or what. Like they've definitely kept us at like a fucking heightened moment. Um, yeah, I like the part when Melanie is talking about how, uh, uh, like the gift and the curse of David and how the monster was the gift. Like Amal Farouk was the gift to David. His yeah. curse was his insanity. Yeah. Oh, I like, love that scene. Oh my God. Like that's so fucking great. Like it just flips the entire, like the first scene isn't so good. Like just this, like flips everything that you knew yeah on its head and it still like holds up and it's so fucking good it, it's yeah it's it's, it's just like it's, holy shit you like just like see it from a different perspective like the whole thing with like you know like 
fucking Farouk talking about he's coming, becoming the hero and David's becoming the villain. Like that just shines so hard in this. It, it, it really is just a show that is like striving to change the perception of what is what you've been seeing. Yeah. Like you're not seeing the characters act much differently than they've been acting the entire show. But the show's been incredibly good at showing, like, making you perceive their actions in a different way constantly. Yeah. And, like, in this one, you really start to see David as a villain. And you start to see that behavior happening over a long period of time. Like, I feel like you really get into Sid's shoes here. And you can see how David has actually been on the path of becoming not a hero at all this entire time. Um, but I also can see how like Amal is like, or Farouk is, is manipulating the situation. Yeah, for sure. To, to make it seem that way. And it's not actually happening, but like at the same time it is like, there is that darkness in that character and in, in David as he is right now. And I think that makes it so fucking interesting that the stakes are like, he either becomes fucking evil or he becomes this like anti-hero like there's no actual like him becoming just like a full on hero. Well, I think the thing with David like is that he is that person and Amal Farouk just knows how to manipulate that type of like, you know, like Well, he's also he been is. with David since he was a child. Exactly. So like he really knows what makes David tick. So like Amal is presenting him as an insane person, but like he it's still it's still a fractured point of view. You're still seeing it from an unreliable narrator's point of view. He may not actually be an insane person. That's just how we're seeing it as in the way that he's presenting it to another character. Yeah. I love the arc of just him just being actually insane. No, I do too. And like, I think that's, I, I think that's part of what's I'm happening. Just gonna like, Amal is making it. I, I feel like after this season, I'm going to start reading some Legion comics. Like this shit's so fucking good. I'm about to buy his <laughs> shit. Yeah. I'm going to fight some graphic novels. I'm reading it. <laughs> I think see, for us, when season three comes out, because now they've been renewed for season three. Yeah. Thank fucking God. <laughs> the 11th episode was only just a continuation of the story. There was just too much to edit in. I'm sure that's what it was. Um, yeah. We're going to be on fucking point with like knowing his context and the stories as well from the books. Yeah, I can't wait. I can't wait till season three. <laughs> it's, it's, crazy. it's so crazy. I can't wait for next week. Holy fucking yeah. shit. Last the, episode. The end of this fucking season, man. So David uh, looking for Sid and then finds that cart and then finds the house and just walks in. And like Oliver's being fucking hilarious, saying all this crazy shit to him. And he's like, oh boy, you take a long time. <laughs> 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 Or like, do you always take so long? Something like that. And fucking David just comes over and fucking slams him on his fucking back. <laughs> oh my god, that shit was awesome. Like puts him in that chair and just like starts asking him where it's fucking Sid is. Yeah, and shit. And he's like drilling into him, man. It's like saying he'll never tell. And he like says it in a. He says like jamais, <laughs> which means never, never. Uh, so it's the Shadow King in him. Mm. 
and uh but it's not it's <laughs> not where we can just fucking talk about that shit now what do you mean inside of him yeah in that moment the shadow king's already been transferred to melanie and jermaine or jermaine clement's character oliver is playing the part that's what happens by the end of that scene he realizes it's actually oliver and the shadow king's been in melanie the entire time when she's with Sid and stuff, and then she transfers the Shadow King to his body. Okay, that's that's like what was going I, on. I guess I didn't think that the Shadow King would honestly have to only be in one person. He was only he he was only in Melanie in that moment. He was that was actually because the Shadow it, King showing Sid all that stuff. That wasn't Melanie. I mean, it was, but it I don't wasn't. know. I don't know if it's restricted like that because he like clearly spoke french like exactly like i don't think that was like no oliver but i think just that, manipulating like no i think oliver was on board like i don't think what? like he he the shadow king had convinced him that david was the enemy i think that i think that like that was part of this shadow king's plan and so he like oliver purposefully presented himself that way to david huh. i think that was what what happened huh. yeah i didn't think about that i don't know that's uh, that's a shitty way to die <laughs> well he wasn't dead oh i guess he wasn't dead yeah. he, he wasn't he, dead he should have died yeah but he's still <laughs> really alive like him. yeah no you can stick around <laughs> just got drilled a bunch of holes into in his brain like that was also part of it It was all on the that was on the astral plane yeah it was super intense but that was also part of the Shadow King's manipulation with Sid. Is like they're presenting it to her as like he's actually doing that, but he's yeah. he's doing it in the astral plane. Yeah, that's true. It's crazy. Yeah. Oh my god. Um, Jesus Christ, Lenny. <laughs> Sorry about Lenny. <laughs> Lenny's amazing. Lenny fucking gets out of that car, just like last episode. Gets that little weapon. Goes up to the hole like that Sid fell down into. And there's a bunch of like monks with box like iron with, boxes on with their heads. Safe faces. They're like yeah, the faces are safes. <laughs> and she just like walks up there and sits down, and, like tries to meditate for a second. I'm like what the fuck? And like opens up her box, and, like pulls out the huge ass gun out of this little like tackle box, which is like cartoon <laughs> style, which is so awesome. I amazing. love that. And she's like, "Oh yeah, it's <laughs> great." Oh my god! And she's like, uh, "Hey, do you know where a girl could find a monastery?" Can <laughs> <laughs> they all point? That's, oh my god! I love that scene. Yeah. Aubrey Plaza in the show is so fantastic. She, dude, she's so fucking awesome. Uh, when is the next time like we see her? She, I know she like it, eventually meets up with Carrie. It, it it's in that seed, and so like the carrying carries come up, and the, those monks crawl out of the hole, and they start swinging the things around, and it creates that frequency yeah, like supersonic fucking brain melting yeah frequency and in carrying carrier the only ones who live through it apparently because it kills all the soldiers which is a crazy scene mm-hmm. and then carrie fights them all off and then keeps fighting them all off like yeah video game style yeah. they keep on respawning out of the hole oh, yeah and then like we we cut to other scenes happening um 
I, I, I forget exactly which scenes happen in between, but we come back to it and then uh, Carrie's still fighting those things and then one of them gets shot. That's what happens. One of them gets shot and the and then the other one throws the the balls around mail Carrie and pulls mm-hmm. him into the hole. Yeah. And then Aubrey Plaza walks down and she's like, well, fuck, we should probably go get him, you know? And then... No, 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 no. Uh, she says, I gotta stay here. Yeah. <laughs> you, you should probably go down there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she's like, I gotta, like, I gotta wait for something. I can't remember what she says. Yeah, she's gotta... Uh, I'm supposed to wait up here. Yeah. Like, it's part of David's plan or whatever. Yeah. Um, so what happens before that is, like, uh, uh, Melanie is showing Sid. Like, she's like, hey, like, did did David tell you why like they want to find Farouk's body, you know, like what yeah. was the reason and stuff. And like, she like shows, uh, like when, uh, Amal Farouk finds out that David is the threat. She shows her that scene. Yeah. And she's like, what the fuck? And then that's when she says, uh, that David turns to Legion, the world killer. Yeah. And like, Oh my God. That there was, was fucking incredible it was amazing it was so cool just the entire like little hell basement that they have going on with all the the round translucent table. tables that are just like future holes well the way that like <laughs> her gene smart and sid both like uh they look black and white almost and it was like natural with the lighting but then there was that fucking flame torch on the wall and it was casting this like red warm glow, but it only hit a certain amount. And then everything else was this like blue, cool, like almost black and white lighting. And the way it was done, it was so impeccable looking. <laughs> it was so, yeah, it was so fucking beautiful looking. It really was. All those scenes, I was like, oh my God, I just want to fucking be there in that room. It was so good. It, it was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, Jesus Christ. Uh, so he, fucking David finally figures out. He's like, where, where is she in all of her like caves and says that she's with Farouk? Yeah. Um, Melanie. So yeah. 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 I guess that checks out. <laughs> <laughs> checks out for sure. Uh, and like fucking he falls over thinking like, well, I was like, think he's dead. That's a fucking crazy scene. Yeah. That's a really but crazy scene. Apparently he's not dead. He's fine. I mean, he's As he's he's out. not fine, but <laughs> he's, he's fine. He's not dead. <laughs> he's not dead, so he's fine. <laughs> That's how it works. You can't die in another episode. You just die right there. If yeah. You have to. Please. And he's not dead, so <laughs> uh, please die. <laughs> um. That's when like Melanie starts getting really crazy and like starts talking about like how you need to trust yourself and like not trust anyone else. And like she like really starts turning Sid against David. Yeah. Like you can like see for the first time Sid like really being like, oh shit. Yeah. Like you can really see it happening in her brain that maybe David is, is the bad guy. Fucking terrible. Yeah. Well, it, it watching I mean, that actress is incredible. She does such a good job. Yeah, she really is so good. Yeah. She really is just like embodies that character. I want to rewatch season two of Fargo because of her. Um, since she's the, the the sister, and I remember that character being like a completely different kind of performance. Um 
Yeah, dude, she was like my favorite part of. Uh, I can't say that. There's so <laughs> many good parts of Fargo season two, honestly. Yeah. But she was super she good was in it. So good in it, and it's sure. an unrecognizably different role. Um, and Gene Smart's also in that show, and I just think it's fucking great. And like, I love seeing them play off of each other in this, and especially in this episode where we get like an extended sequence between the two of them. Mm-hmm. And they they've obviously done this before, like acted together before, but like seeing them play off each other in this role, and it's so unreliable because for a long time in this episode, we don't even realize Melanie is carrying Farouk, and then we from what we've seen of the last episode, we know she's been corrupted, but we're not we're still unsure of her state of mind, and then her. She She's just laying out about how like fuck David is and like her establishing all those things and like really seeing like how like her point of view, but then it's not actually her. It, it's actually Farouk. Yeah. And like I, it's something about that. Just like it's so fucking brilliant. And so it, it makes sense why she's been so sparse through the episodes now, because now we like are really like really questioning what's happening. And that's like so like that's supposed to be like Sid's experience of Melanie, and like, I, I it's it's <coughs> it's fucking awesome. <coughs> oh God! Woo! <laughs> but she turns to the fucking Minotaur, and like right after that, and says, "What?" Like right when she gets done breaking down Sid, and it's like, "I'm ready." So that to the fucking Minotaur. Yeah, well, she goes like, into this what other room. The fuck? Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck does that mean? And then she <laughs> and then she heals him and turns him into a fucking crazy monster. Yeah, he starts crawling on the ceiling and shit. And then she kisses Farouk's body. And then Farouk wakes up, and that is epic as fuck. That is so fucking good. Just the music is so fucking deep and oh it's if oh. Oh, it's so fucking epic. epic. Yeah. Incredible. The Holy way it was shit. shot with like the light coming through that stained glass window and it's just he's in shadow and the way they keep showing him in shadow or in silhouette and it's like he truly is the shadow king. Yeah. It's so cool. And like also just how she does it with a kiss. I loved how just like, I don't know, just how easy they have to do it. Like, how just how easy they make it sometimes in this show. Like, they don't, like, try to, like, glitz it up, like, in some crazy fucking mutant, weird, like, astral way sometimes. Sometimes it's just, like, simple and so effective. Yeah. I fucking loved it. It was just, like, the beautiful casket with the background, like, her fucking silhouette just, like, kissing his. Like, it was... Yeah. It was just so Sleeping Beauty perfection. Like, yeah. It was awesome. It was it was incredible. Like the the show really knows how to like present its story. It, it the presentation is so good. It's f- so cinematic. Cinematic. Mm-hmm. Like I would love to watch this in a theater. Like I think like in a theater oh, it would fuck, be yeah. beautiful. Yeah, that would be, it really would be especially this episode. This episode is like. This episode had a fucking budget. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was crazy. The fucking transition was so good. Not necessarily, like, high-end budget transition or anything, but uh, where David, like, walks out of that, uh, like, temple and sits down, and you, like, see him from above, and the helicopter blade starts spinning. Oh, my God. It's transitioning. God. Yeah. Uh, and to the, the interrogator and, like, yeah, the tuning fork and everything. The choke. That's what yeah. they call it. 
that fucking transition is so good. It's so slow. And like, you almost think that like, it's just part of the scene at first, you know? Oh, it was because incredible. the wind starts to blow even in David's hair. Yeah. No, it was so good. They like they've perfectly executed the show, like the way it's shot and stuff and, and, and edits together. It's like, it almost feels like they've like, they've edited it in advance in a certain, like in certain aspects. Yeah. Like they it, know how just, they're fucking transitioning. It, oh, for that sure. Like they have to have all those like, storyboard like just the fucking transitions in themselves like they have everything mapped out it's like a fucking hitchcock movie they like (laughs) they like everything is literally drawn out frame by frame i mean that's how he made his movies it was literally frame to frame was fucking drawn before he shot it fuck yeah sounds awful (laughs) the best movies (laughs) those movies sound terrible i'm just kidding (laughs) those movies are not what i was saying those movies are really good Yeah, that, oh my God, that fucking skull shit, crazy. Um, But yeah, so when they take Carrie down and uh, Lenny's like fucking, oh my God. When when Lenny just shows up, I know we're going backwards again. When Lenny shows up and her walking with the sun like behind her. It's so good. Like walking up to Carrie, girl Carrie. Yeah. Dude, she looks so badass. Literally (laughs) looks like some fucking... Like what's that? Uh, uh, Quentin Tarantino. Death proof. Like, yeah. 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 It's like some death proof shit. Yeah. It looks like that. <laughs> it's yeah. So fucking. Great. It's fucking fantastic. Oh my god. And we don't even know what her ultimate role is yet. Yeah, she says she's waiting for the big payback. Yeah. At the top, she's like she's gonna kill Farouk or something. Or yeah. Shooter. Yeah, what the fuck? I didn't think about that. I didn't think about what the big payback was. Yeah. It's so fucking good. We, we don't cool. know yet, but it's so fucking good, so, dude. So so <laughs> a former a former box head is fucking he doesn't have a box on his head anymore. He's dragging <laughs> uh Carrie through the dungeon and then the fucking Minotaur is on the ceiling and eats the fucking former box head. Yeah. <laughs> And Carrie, like, fucking runs away. And the Vermillions start fucking climbing on the ceilings. It's insane, dude. Like, everything is happening in this episode. Yeah. And the Vermillion are climbing on the ceilings. And then they get fucking murdered by the Minotaur. (laughs) In such a badass way. It just cuts right when he swipes. And you just hear the damage from Carrie's point of view. It's fucking crazy. It's so cool. And, like, uh, uh, what is it? Girl, Girl Carrie finds them like all dismembered on the mm-hmm. ground and then so boy carry runs back and then finds uh oliver yeah and yeah, david yeah. and david sitting in the throne almost like he's like he's evil alive. david in the future and he's just like he's alive but he shouldn't be and and he's saying all that and like that scene happens and then when girl carry comes down and finds the vermilion <clears throat> and she like starts looking around she ends up finding uh sid and then that's when the monster comes in with them and then sits like, I need to hit something and like beats the shit out of the, and we have that whole fight sequence, which was fucking crazy. Yeah. Well, like also in that scene with, uh, with Carrie guy, Carrie and David, that's when he mentions that he has, uh, the interrogator bringing the choke. Yeah. 
Or and, like, or and, that like and, that's what it is. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. And he's talking about how it's like gonna dampen all of their powers. So like, it will just be like men. Yeah, we'll just be human for a few minutes. That. I hope that happens. Still, even but though fucking Farouk fucked that shit real hard. He threw that shit away. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he threw that shit away. But I liked that. I liked that concept. Um, but also, if, <laughs> you know, I'm down for crazy shit and them not being human. Well, <laughs> yeah, I, I like that too. Well, in the way it ended, where, fist fight. the way it ended, where like it just like went from him destroying the thing to him being in the sun, and just like the way he looked in silhouette. Dude, it was so fucking I'm like, good. what fucking camera are you using? <laughs> yeah. Because, like, I know that that was probably practical. Yeah, it's like some Shawshank Redemption shit. <laughs> it, so, it looked digital at some point because it was so high quality. I'm just like, what am I looking at? And just he's completely in shadow and then or in silhouette and then david's just there in that fucking crazy depth of field shot where it was like probably a 0.7 f-stop where it's like half the frame is out of focus and then his other half is in focus and he just says what does he say uh uh hey there or something like that i can't remember um and just like the way it goes from those two shots and then the fucking episode ends there oh so when he's in the sunshine and stuff David is reading The Angriest Boy. Yeah. And then at the very end, it just shows David's face and he's like, boo. Yeah. Fucking crazy. And he's just sitting there and like the way it's shot where like he's half in focus, half not in focus. It's like he's split in two. And like part of him is clear and the other part isn't. And then the Shadow King is like perfectly. That's crazy how it it looks. It looks like what is that? How did they do that? That looks awesome. Just a really good, like really good. I like that. Yeah, very much. They just had a super small f stop, and he just like stood at a little angle, and they just fucking blew that shit up. But yeah, the the sim the symbolism of it being that shot. Oh, oh again. Also, oh yeah, for sure, <laughs> for sure. Also, when David's talking to Carrie, and he's talking about. Uh, all he's been thinking about is how many different ways he can kill Farouk and how he's worried about how good it feels to be thinking about that. Yeah. That was fucking insane too. It really starts to show like it starts to support what Farouk has been showing Sid through Melanie. And and like we're sitting here going, Oh fuck, he's a bad guy. Yeah. He's gonna be a bad guy. Yeah. And Farouk was showing him before he even knew that like the future was that David was like gonna kill him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's fucking crazy. Farouk has like only tried to make him more like himself. And like Farouk making him like himself is still better than David actually becoming what in like the madness yeah being himself yeah like being himself is like kind of scary i really want to see that future david more though that legion oh, i'm shit. sure we're going to <laughs> Dude, that was so fucking good oh my god it it's gonna be like i don't know where the show's going but i have a feeling it's going into places that uh no other tv show's ever gone like it already has, but like I think that it's gonna go so much further. Yeah, and we're gonna see some like multi-dimensional. We're gonna see some evil. Fucking For everything David. that was developed in this season, to have another fucking entire season 
that is gonna be fucking insane yeah and see what they're gonna do with it my god it's a time to be alive (laughs) that's that's what this show is yeah (laughs) seriously it's so fun but all right um that's our episode for the week it was incredible next week we have the season finale can't yeah. fucking wait. And then I'm sure we'll, we'll I don't know exactly how we're going to do it. We're going to do a Bachelor's After the Rose ceremony. Yeah, like yeah, this. yeah. So we're going to do a... We'll we watch it all. Maybe we'll do, you know, just one long episode or like... A series of a interviews couple with of them, a couple people. Something like that, yeah. you know. We're going to have some comic book people on. We're going to have a couple special things for you. <laughs> like, eventually. Like one special thing. <laughs> we're going to have like one special thing for you. Eventually. <laughs> Maybe. Just kidding. <laughs> we love the show. Um, this is so much fun. I had I had so much fun that you're back. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm glad to be back. It's fun. <laughs> um, check us out on Instagram at Coming of Age Pod. And on Twitter at Coming of Age Pod underscore. And just review us and tell us what you think and what you want to see us do. And, and that's that's it. Yeah, and give us some recommendations. If you, uh, if you have a movie you think that we really like or that's really fucking fun or funny, then just, you and know. And don't like, be like, hey, can you review this TV show? Because <laughs> like, we're not. Yeah, know. we're not going to do a whole TV show again. <laughs> This is the one show you're going to get. Just Noah Holly shit. We'll just probably do Noah Holly stuff. Yeah, we'll do some Fargo probably like once that comes back around. But uh, and we're going to keep doing it. Don't waste your recommendation. Yeah. Movies, guys. Do movies. We Please. want movies. Thank you. Uh, but yeah, that is it. Thank you so much for listening and good night. Good night. Bye.